0: All right, boom, so we just got back from Roman
1: Rooster. I forgot um, how good Roman Rooster is, bro. No Roman
0: Rooster, it's it's time. Ty- like I said, that might be my favorite restaurant like ever. Ever? I, might ever be, is a yeah. big statement, no, it, though. It, it might be. The <laughs> you know, like I'll, I'll be over Chick Fil A. For- no, yeah, for sure.
1: Over Chipotle. I
0: don't like Chipotle. <sighs> no, but I, I, that's so sacrilegious Religious, I'm saying that because all my people at home know how much I love Chick-fil-A. Yeah. I'm a platinum member. You, you feel be like posting that every day, the bro. The when you bro, back out, we're the home. crib, bro. I, I be, I be whipping. Got the Chick-fil-A strapped in <laughs> next to me. It's like Roman Roosters,
1: an experience. Nah, I think that honey butter sauce. The honey butter is crazy. You can't compete with it because it's so unique. You it know, it, like anywhere else I don't know you why,
0: go. More people don't adopt it, but it's like when they drizzle the honey butter over the chicken. Yeah. But then the, what they also is they soak the bread in the honey butter. I only go one after I hoop, which we just hooped earlier. And two, if I do like good on an assignment, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to bless myself
1: today. I promise you, if you were to eat that every day for a week, bro, Come on, you get you gain 10 pounds. No, you're dead. Because <laughs> it's, it's, it's not, but it tastes so good, bro. So good. but I think that's what's so good about Chick-fil-A. Like Chick-fil-A tastes good, but it's not bad for you. You know, like, I, I, I think so. <laughs> all that fruit is uh, it's all right. Yeah, true. But I feel like it's different. T- it's probably no, the man. marketing. So I how mean, was your spring break? Spring Break was cool, like, bro, literally, I went back to the crib,
0: and I just learned accounting. <laughs> I hit my, I, I, I tapped with my dad, and I was like, there's like a, there's an like 80% chance I pass." 20, like 15% chance I get a C there's a 5% chance I failed this. <laughs> what <laughs> no, my dad was trying to get me a tutor and I'm, I, I was like I'm not disrespecting so I'm like man I don't need I'm no C- tutor man. yeah you know I'm gonna get, get my shots up over break I'm gonna lock in we get a test first we back at a smooth 95 oh shoot and we're blessed but no my dad <laughs> shout out I know my dad's listening right now <laughs> no, he, nice. was like, he was like he was actually stressing me out and he's like man you gotta get a tutor well, everything yeah, He's yeah. like, have you been going to office hours? I'm like, I'm like, bro, let me get Relax. my shots up. I mean, let, me get, let me get my shots up. Let me get to my, <laughs> my offense. I'm a, I'm a ISO this you account. I- <laughs> <laughs> I'm a ISO this account. I'm gonna get my bucket. Wait, wait, let me hold up. So wait, y'all, this is keep it on mid league. I forgot to introduce this. I'm out here with Justin Fields. This is my bro.
1: What's popping, gang? What's popping? He
0: goes to Howard, sophomore. You know um co-founder of Subnight. night
1: tell the people yes, about Subnight a little bit sub digital media for those of y'all who don't know Subnight digital media is the number one place if you want creatives to have a platform as well as small business owners to have a platform we're being the gap for them so basically we allow the same equal opportunities for all levels of creativity in all levels of business owners. We make content for creators. We make content for small business owners. We allow them to market and advertise through our medium in an attempt to really strengthen that gap between the two. I'm tired. I'm focused. Like, it's tunnel vision right now. When I'm not playing ball, when I'm not hanging out with my boys, my mind is strictly on Subnight. So I mean, finally, like we just launched on social media, I think last week, we're finally really putting these steps in motion. We have three companies that we work with right now. We got a few creatives that we're tuning them with right now, and I mean we're just trying to put we're starting to put that work in, you know. So I appreciate the opportunity.
0: For us, all about working. We gonna touch on Subnight later, but you feel me, like.
1: Yeah, at the end of the day, I'm still one of the boys. So we gonna chop we it up. We gonna have some fun, and we just right go talk. Now. Yes, sir.
0: For real. So, y'all, if y'all don't follow me on Instagram, at Millie.podcast, I actually put up an Instagram story today. And I was like, if y'all have anything you wanted to talk about, drop it below. Shout out to everybody that did. Just to start off, I, 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 got, I got to just put
1: this out there. Got to. Got to.
0: Jada and Will Smith. What are your thoughts on that, Yo, bro? Because that my, has been... I, I think... So, the slap happened, like, two weeks cool. ago.
1: And he's... And bro, and every day, I just feel like more stuff is coming bro. out of the...
0: Their household is not
1: being ran correctly. <laughs> Jada has no love for my man. Not like, it's all. not... It's obvious. Like, she I does mean, not like him.
0: She, Bro, like, literally, like, a couple days ago, it came out... Like the old like red table talk they did Where Jada was like Yeah, I never even wanted to get married That's what I'm saying I'm like, why are we putting that up? I'm like, a <laughs> And like it's the same as the credit
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh. It's clearly obvious that she's in love with Tupac still She wants to be She posted a poem that he made like <laughs> yeah, 30 years ago Like, <laughs> what? That?
0: No, because she was like Today is
1: Pac's birthday Like, isn't that crazy? <laughs> oh, married woman you know, with kids
0: so, And you know what really made me bad about it? It looked like it was in perfect quality. That's what
1: I'm saying. Like she definitely went in. You know, she kept that in the same. I'm saying. That's her most prized possession. I I really feel bad for him, but I think it's like he's he's finding it out the hard way, you know. Because I mean, yeah. I feel like everything was behind closed doors, behind closed doors. And he's it finally just realizing really
0: coming out. But I mean. That household's always been kind of crazy. Crazy,
1: like with Jaden Smith. I think he left the crib at eighteen. No, remember,
0: remember when Jaden was fourteen? He asked to get emancipated.
1: That's what it was. Yeah, I, I, like, I, I think,
0: Jaden. I knew after Earth was bad. but yeah. <laughs> it was that deep. And then, bro, you seen the you seen the letter that Willow wrote to Tupac?
1: Nah, she wrote him a letter too. <laughs> Yo, I, I don't even no. think Willow likes Will, bro. Real no, talk. I, I think no. Willow wishes her dad it was Tupac. I would. I feel like that whole family wishes that Tupac was like. Still in their family. No, for real. Well, let me find this. She said, "Dear Tupac,
0: I know you are alive someplace. I think my mommy really misses you. Can you please come back? Can you come back so I can be happy? I wish you were here. I really do love Willow."
1: Yo, real talk. God. Is that
0: be? I mean, if I if that's my household, I can't come out. Bro.
1: God bless Willow, man. I feel like. And red right, table talk is toxic. It's so toxic. Back,
0: to um, what was the entanglement? But, thing? I, like, that's Cause, crazy. Cause I rewatched that the other day, just like for some context. Bro, Will was literally like, So, Jada, what did you do? And Jada's like, I had an entanglement with August. I'm in August. And she was <laughs> justifying it. And she was like, I think she said, I think it made me happy again knowing that I could help someone else out. And Will's just sitting there, just looking devastated. Yeah. And it's like,
1: Fighting the tears. That's what
0: I'm saying. But it's like, y'all put that out. Because like, I've done podcasts like I've never released and I'm never going to. Because yeah. the content wasn't this, there. No, why are we putting no. that tape out?
1: <laughs> nah. That's what I'm saying. No shade or nothing. Hey, no, no, no shade or nothing. <laughs> it's like,
0: why, why, is that, why is that getting out there? Because like, I, I, ah. I, I talk about. The
1: brand a lot You're making the brand Look, look horribly, horribly bad. But I don't. I think she has no Like no repercussions like, She doesn't she care I not think she cares She doesn't care at all Because she doesn't love him If she loved him She would know Like you saw what happened And now she's saying That he, he acted immature By yeah, she's fighting him old, Like come on bro, if, Because if he's gonna Make a decision She has to stick with his bro, decision No matter what That's your wife You saw he's banned You saw he's banned From the Academy years. Awards For
0: 10 years And like Netflix And Sony put his movies On hold <laughs> And, like, he did all of that for his wife to come out and be like, yeah, no, nah, he overreacted. No, but that, that brings up the conversation about, like, um, guys being squares because you've seen... I don't know. Do you watch the Pivot podcast? Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah. Yeah. So Channing Crowder had this like two minute spiel where he was just calling Russell Wilson a square, but and like everyone was dragging him for
1: it. A square.
0: You no, know, but and he, it was funny because he was like, he's like, man, Sierra, she likes future types. Why do you think she's with Russell, man? He's because he got money. He's a square, and
1: it's like that's a good conversation.
0: That's a good conversation.
1: I think, it's crazy. You see it all the time. I think girls. Every girl wants a bad boy, bro. Every girl wants someone who's not about the rules, but I think a lot of girls realize that that's not the most, that's not what's gonna make them happy in life. And I think it's the girls who end up with good relationships, they realize early, like, hold up, I don't need to be dating this dude who's not gonna do anything for me. I think that's why I've with Sierra when Sierra yeah. realized, hold up. She was like Future's
0: sixth
1: baby mama. Yeah, and before Future, she was with Bow wow, and Bow wow was the same kind of thing like Future. That's the whole entertainment, yeah. mad girls, popping bottles, living that lifestyle. She realized, hold up, I can't be with this and be happy. All Russell Wilson does. Is it's, read his playbook and read his Bible. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> every day. And he's a multi <laughs> million. He's about to be a billionaire. Like Yo,
0: I think he just signed like a $150 crazy money contract.
1: So it's like, yeah, you could call him a square, but he's more successful than everybody on there combined. For real. Just staying committed, staying tunnel vision.
0: I think that's that, that speaks to like if you're a guy for real. And like shout out to all my young bulls. Listen, you really just got to focus on your just business be, yeah, for real. Yeah, just be patient. It, it don't come around. Because I remember, I, there's like infamous draft day picture of Russell Wilson. They had that white girl that next to him. That
1: ugly girl, man. She was chopped, bro. bro That's crazy. There was a girl
0: next to him and it's like, now you got Sierra.
1: Now you got Sierra.
0: Like my boy Drake was at, he was at the um, Nuggets game the other day. And they showed Sierra Russell on screen. My boy was just like, oh my god!" He sent a video to the group chat. She's pressure pressure oh, hey, she, she a curry ball, ball. yeah <laughs> she, yeah she a dirty ball she's yeah she a, yeah, she a ball. curry
1: ball for sure but um yeah so i'm i'm happy for them i'm happy for the way that he was able to Cause i feel like he did a lot of maturing too because i feel like in order to realize that hold up i'm russell wilson i don't need to be with this girl i could get with a sierra and me? be confident in the relationship yeah but
0: russell Wilson. i'm excited for because i guess we can talk about a little bit of the nfl now all of the entire landscape of the NFL. Oh, it's changed. crazy, These yeah. There,
1: there's no there's no favorites. There's, there's no, no underdogs. Cut. Everyone's like on the same playing well, field, same level. There's 10 teams that could win the Super 10 Bowl. 10 teams. And I think Tom Brady coming back just made it even more interesting. And you know what I love Tom Brady coming back? Because Bruce
0: Arians already wanted to retire, but now because they promoted mm-hmm. their black head coach, Todd yeah. Bowles, now Todd Bowles is, isn't going to inherit a trash team. He has Tom Brady at the helm. That's going to be a really dangerous team. Like really I said, dangerous there's team. 10 teams I can win the Super Bowl.
1: Who's like, your favorite to win it all? It's like, I have no idea. I think Buffalo's going to win it all this year. Mark, mark they, my I words. Think, I think they have the best chance. I, I think, think they I have mean, the best chance. They, they just got better. They got Vaughn Miller exactly. and Kevin Exactly. I think what's, um, Jared Allen or Jason Allen. I can't remember which, which one it is. But who are you talking about? The quarterback. Oh, oh Josh Allen. Josh, see, I, I suck with the Allen. Yeah. But anyways, I think Josh Allen, he's really becoming... Is becoming a star, a star, and like, I think him with Stephon Diggs with that whole team so is so crazy. Devontae, they're unguardable,
0: but it's like you look at the rest of the landscape. You look I at said the other like, all- <laughs> you look at the other powers of the NFL. The Packers, I don't know what they're doing. They, I mean, they had to trade Devonte Adams, but it's like okay, who's Aaron Rodgers? But, but they
1: have to trade it. De- no, they Devontae they did because
0: they messed up with they franchise tag exactly because he was saying all year like don't franchise tag and, and, and they they did it to call his bluff. And he was like, trade because I'm not playing. Because that's disrespectful.
1: And isn't that crazy? I mean, I feel like they're the worst organization when it comes to keeping talent happy. Because how, how do you have Aaron Rodgers come up for MVP season ready to retire? <laughs> exactly. Like, he's pissed. And rightfully so. In the last 15 years of his career, the only receiver that they've really given him is Devontae Adams. You oh, realize bro. that? Who? Randall Cobb? No, they
0: had Jordy. Jordy, Jordy Nelson. Nelson. Jordy, Jordy Nelson was never a top
1: Give 10 me. receiver, though. Oh no, that's cap. That's cap. Nah. Jordy no, Nelson? Yeah, the thing about
0: those years, early 2000s, they had Jordy Nelson like Greg Jennings. So that was a good receiving core. That was Randall a Cobb, decent receiving core. I don't know, core. but that
1: was 10 years compared ago. To ten, compared to the Patriots? I don't, compared I don't, to the Giants? But what I'm saying is, it's like now... I don't think they've ever had a top five receiving core, the Packers.
0: Yes, they did, but they had Jordy, um, Greg Jennings, Aaron Randall Cobb. That's top five, easy.
1: All right, I, I would have to look at the numbers, but you about to say something. Yeah,
0: but I think the thing with the NFL now is talent is so saturated so saturated because like agree. you see wide receivers that are rookies coming out like jamar chase balling like 1400 yards justin jefferson
1: his rookie season you feel me like balling
0: randy moss's record balling and it's like that's what i'm saying like the league is so hollywood brown bro balling And so saturated now because these teams are willing to like Chiefs trade tyree kill these teams that are willing to
1: sick trade
0: but I think they're willing to move off of the talent because it's so sad
1: So I, I agree, so sad So that's why they, they're not even tripping. Especially, unless it's a quarterback. The, yeah, quarterback is the one position. You the can, one you position. Move off I line. agree, you can't change no, a quarterback. Because I'm a Cowboys fan, I would say three <laughs> years ago... God bless you. Hey, you feel me? I was <laughs> saying three years ago, we
0: should have traded Zeke. Because my thing with running backs, because I think we signed like a $90 million deal. And no shelf life. None. And you,
1: you don't even need a good running back to become a Super Bowl team. My,
0: the thing with running backs is... After the rookie season, they decline every year. Every I year. I agree. Like, for the most part, because once you sign it, because look at Christian McCaffrey. He signed that, like, huge contract. Huge deal. He's played. And he got under, hurt. Two seasons two straight. Seasons, he's yeah. played under 10 games since that deal.
1: <laughs> and he's still getting paid. Still getting paid. Still getting paid. And I, think,
0: I think that's the problem, because especially just with the world now i just like if you look in high school you just see these freaks of nature it's crazy like I, I saw on twitter the other day there was a 10th grader who was like a defensive end bro 6'5, 230 <sighs> ran a 10 3 5 100.
1: i think it's because we have so much better technology now bro like so, yeah. every single athlete has an opportunity to become better training yeah. a culture that they didn't have 15 20 years ago. 20 years ago you had to be nice yeah, to even get any opportunities, to having a good coach, a good trainer, all of that. I,
0: every they I think people see the money behind sports now. 100%. So can, I feel, I promise you parents are having kids like a business. Oh, 100% because I used to watch um Lavar Ball and like the Ball family like their reality show would literally say he picked his wife because she, kn- he knew the kids would be tall. <laughs> Tina Ball's
1: like 6'2. Oh, shit! And he's like 6'5. I should, I, should, I should do that, bro. I, I'm <laughs> definitely going to find a girl that's taller than me now. After this podcast, I'm going to find hey, a 6'5. And a girl
0: outside the tower. Of course. Not, looking, looking for a volleyball. <laughs>
1: <laughs> nah, if only tall girls like short guys. But you know what? Hey, just There's a other, chance hey, to hey, look. Keep putting not work in <laughs> Well, I mean, like, Patience, baby. Patience. But with the Ball family,
0: they're going to have a 30-for-30 30 30 mate on them one day. Definitely. It's so interesting. So, I mean,
1: yeah, and Lonzo's going to be a Hall of Famer. I don't know. La- no, I think
0: Lonzo, to be a Hall of Famer, he's going to need to have multiple, like, all-defensive first teams. And he will. And he got to win a championship or two. I think, I think Lonzo and
1: LaMelo will become Hall of Famers. LaMelo,
0: bro, because I think he's going to become a Hall of Famer, even if he... Never wins a championship. I don't
1: think he ever will win a championship. Just
0: because, like, when you look at the way LaMelo he, plays the game, it's like it gives flashes of, like, Magic Johnson with the way, like, the passes, the swag. You think of, like, Allen Iverson. And it's, like, not to put him on, like, that pedestal well, already, He kind of is. But it's, like, the thing with LaMelo is LaMelo's, all, like, my age. Yeah. yeah crazy. Born, he was born, like, a month before me. Because he, he – I remember in high school – we were in eighth grade watching the metal ball highlights. Yep. Because his dad had moved him up a year because he wanted Lonzo, Jello, and Mello to play high school together. Yeah. But I, I vividly remember us being like eighth grade study hall, Mister Andrews' room. We ain't doing work. We're watching. We're watching the is Ball highlights. Yep. Okay, right. Just like, no, he went to um, Chino Hills. Chino Hills, my
1: bad. I said yeah, Hill, Remember they yeah. had.
0: Their, their offense, there was like 100 points a game because they weren't playing any defense. They any just get out of the trenches.
1: Highlights, highlights, highlights. For real. Nah, it's, it's crazy. I, I really think that that's a lot of pressure on us. Yeah. Because I say it all the time. It's like, we're at that age now. People always are going to start doing big things. Like when you're 16, 17, you don't it's really cool, care what he's I've doing. Said when you when I was But That younger, competition, baby, I love it.
0: I've always said, like, I was like, man, when I was like, early in high school, I was like, man, it's going to be mad weird when I'm like,
1: in college, and people in the NBA are, like younger Exactly, like, bro. I'm not going to be a fan. Yeah, when, you can, bro, because it's, it's not animosity, but I'm a competitive-ass person. Excuse my language. I know we no, don't no, curse no, we here. We should, we should. I'm a competitive person, so it's like, if I know someone, obviously, if you're in the NBA, you're making more money than me, or you, you're more successful at this time, I'm more motivated to get on that level. And once I'm at that level, best and believe, I'll be coming to all your games court yeah. side. I'll be giving you dabs, showing <laughs> you love, but until I get there... I'm not gonna be watching you on TV.
0: Yeah, cause it's like freshmen in college now. After this year, they get to go to the league. Mm-hmm. And that's gonna be so. Cause you're gonna have like, I'll be 21 later this year. They'll be 19 year olds and then in the
1: NBA. This again, I, I'm not hating. I love it. Like that, the opportunity to go to the NBA is like no other. Any professional, any athlete in general, cause they work, they work their tails off. They do a lot of hard work. Yeah. And what I don't like is when people say, "Oh, he didn't work hard. He's just an athlete." Or you just entertain it. but, put but the they put most, in more work than anybody I, can imagine. I, I learned
0: that when I came here because I used to run track at Howard. Yeah, bro, the like the day to day is so crazy. I can only imagine. And that's only for
1: track. Like I don't even know how like football and basketball. Out, shout out to the horn outside. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, no, but like running a podcast. football
0: and basketball, just the time they have to put in. Because I know for track, say we have practice two hours a day, got a good treatment, so I'm gonna say three hours. Um, after practice, you know, you got a crash, you yeah. shower take. That's like four hours just gone. And it's every day like that. Every, like every five day. days a week. And that doesn't even account for the fact that games, all, games, and all day are thinking about, man, I got to practice.
1: Later. Yeah. Because
0: like last semester, on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I would have class from eight to one and then practice from like two to four. I, so, and then on Mondays, we have to get COVID tested. So I'd leave my crib at 7 a.m. and I wouldn't get back to like, 5.36,
1: bro. And it was crazy. It's still taking like 17 like that, credit hours. That's insane. I have so much respect. I don't know how I would handle it if I was like a top five athlete in the country. Yeah. Like just the amount of distractions. Like forget about the pressure. The pressure obviously is a beast of its own. Yeah. But every time you step in, I think every single girl looking at you, every single person wanting to be your friend, every single teacher giving you an A just because you go into the league. Like, like don't I don't You don't know. You don't know. Yeah, you don't know who who you are. Like, yeah, this is crazy. The amount of pressure. That's why they all go crazy. A lot of them go yeah, crazy. That's why you
0: see like athletes when they like flame out on the court. They yeah, flame out a real rightfully life. so. Though it's like their entire mentality and personality has been locked up in their sport their entire mm-hmm.
1: life. Yep, I I agree. So I have the most respect to that. So like I said, I don't. Athletes are a beast of their own, but yeah. I'm a competitive person, and I know that like. My I, I'm on a shot clock too, yeah. cause I can't be 30 years old saying, "Dang, like, when am I gonna really launch Subnight? Yeah. See what I'm saying? Like, I need to start doing stuff now, and that's why I'm so hungry now for the next five years of my life. Yeah, so
0: Let's talk about Subnight a little bit. Say, I, you just touched on it right there. So like I said, like I think we I've, I've been knowing you for like a year now. Like yeah. we were in class together a freshman year during like online. I like, barely saw you first semester. But yeah. this semester we started sure, like locking in like a couple times a week just like chopping it up talking about content conversation so i've seen like i like the latter end of like leading to the sub night launch yeah so it's like where y'all are right now i know you're talking about y'all have the film festival coming soon yeah for so sure just like talk about that a little bit because i've seen all the work you've been putting in with that
1: yeah so i mean we started i started Subnight night during covid i seen all these small businesses going out of business and no one really caring Everyone just looking at, oh, well, Tesla's becoming a billion-dollar company, McDonald's becoming like, all these big corporations are making money while the small businesses are losing money. Yeah, and and I was failing.
0: like, yeah. That's one of the things, after the COVID was, I'm gonna let you get back yeah, to you that. Yeah, like, COVID was like a wild time because I was always so torn because it's like, I know we should probably be locked down for like health and safety, but it's like you yeah, go outside and it's like businesses are failing. And, like, they, hey, like, I'm from Texas, so like businesses didn't really have to shut down because we didn't have super strict covert regulations but the stuff where they were like telling businesses you can't open yeah. I was like, but we like come on they like, gotta like, eat yeah like that's say like that restaurant's been in their family for like 50 years and now they had to close down yeah you said they couldn't have any like um customers
1: 100 percent. so I was like I know
0: that's where like the motivation for starting sub came yep. from because you talked about this like I think last week it's like the best businesses come from someone that saw an issue they were pissed off about and wanted to fix
1: it. Those are wise words from the man, um, Richard Branson. He's one of my, I look up to him. He said, there's no point of starting a business if you're not pissed off at something in the world. Yeah. And I was pissed off. I, I, it's funny, I heard that quote after I came up with something. It just reassured me that like I, I made it for the right thing. reason, you know? Because I, I saw it was crazy. I'm like, yo, these small businesses, they're not getting, think about it. What would a Travis Scott commercial or Travis Scott ad do for a small business Go owner? crazy. Go crazy. You saw what happened but they don't get got, those opportunities. You saw, you saw like what McDonald's. Happened McDonald's. They have like the Travis Scott meal. Exactly. And, and look like, what happened. And it's like they I, broke the they broke the world. They he sold like fifty million dollars in McDonald's food. And that's why is such a great
0: idea. Because I feel like once y'all get that big break, I saw like a, if you get like a local celebrity to like sponsor a small business, imagine that at the takeoff. But that's the
1: beauty in it. I imagine we like Dave
0: Chappelle's from like the DMV. Yeah. I imagine Dave Chappelle was posted up at Roman Rooster. Yeah. Like, you know how crazy that 100%, would be? hundred
1: percent. But that's the beauty in what we do. We're looking for people who are gonna be the next Dave Chappelles and, yeah. and establish that relationship Mad before early, they even so get they're there. always gonna show love. Yeah, that would and that way they have an incentive for doing that they Dave Chappelle's not going to do a Roman Rooster endorsement unless it's for two mil. See what I'm saying? So yeah. just no and rightfully so, he worked his tail off to yeah, get he, to he that. worked point. to
0: get to that point. But what y'all are doing is y'all are going to the grassroots, finding exactly. That's why the film festival thing is so dope. One hundred percent. Imagine you have like a someone that's in the film festival. Imagine you have like a J.J. Abrams, and then come you out figure
1: it out, and you really start working with them. Like Caleb, I will tell you mm-hmm. right now. I love writing. I love being a creative. I write every night. I make music. I write poems. I write stories. I, I do my thing, but I know that's not where my talent, like, where my real impact on the world is going to be. Because I know there's some people who are way better than me at that. Yeah. My, what I feel like my purpose is is giving them that platform to showcase their work and showcase their talent. Like you touched on the film festival. We're having this film festival April 28th at the Alamo Theater. The main purpose of it obviously is to Make uh, give Sub Subnight some more flack and some more media promotion. But we're really trying to find real talent and really trying to pair them up with people who can push their career forward while at the same time giving small business owners, huh, okay, you know what? I can invest in their career. I can invest in their projects. I can invest in their future while at the same time marketing and advertising for me. And I think that's what the mission of Subnight is. And I think this film festival is going to be super telling on if we're able to do that now for able to do it in six months in a year, cause I mean it takes patience, it takes time. It like you said, all it takes is that one person. I don't expect to find that one person in the next year. If it happens, perfect. I'm I'm ready to keep it moving, but you just can't. You gotta be patient. And I think that's the hardest part. But that's what we're realizing now. And the cool
0: thing that I think I know is in your mind was like you know everything's a process. Everything. Because it's like everything you do now, you're just it's just adding. I said something about this once. I forgot what it was, about, but you're just getting experience. You're just depositing yeah, it. 100%. Bro. You're just learning more and more. So when you get to that point, just keep scaling upwards. Now it becomes seamless. It's automatic. It's not, it's not my mid-range. It's automatic. Yeah, there you, there you go. From the, elbow, <laughs> from the elbow, it's automatic.
1: <laughs> no, all it takes is hard work. So, I mean, I'm I'm happy for where we are now, for all the work that's come. Like I said, I made it during COVID. But the thing that happened is I made it, and I started really pushing it. I was young. I was 18. I was naive. I was dressing up in a Tommy Hilfiger, button up some khakis on, some dress shoes, going business to business. Knock, knock, knock. Can I get this opportunity? Can I get this opportunity? You want to know what they told me? What? No soliciting in my store. For real? And I'm 18. I'm like, gee, thank you. Like, Thank you for giving me a shot. I'm being sarcastic, obviously. But I mean, I finally found one business that was willing to take a chance on me, set up a meeting started talking they saw me for the first time in person i met them through the phone i'm a young black kid they didn't know i was a young black kid because you know the way i carry myself on the phone i'm looking i'm sounding professional i'm sounding old i'm sounding like i know what i'm talking about they saw me the meeting went good they went cold turkey on me so that that hurt my i broke my heart but i realized that you know what i need to become so confident in my skills and my skill set that even when they see me they don't care who I am. They care about what I'm able to do for them. So that's what I spent the last year doing. I found one of my partners, Will. Will is probably one of the most creative people I know. He's a, he's a genius. So I, I told him that to his face every day. I'm like, yeah. bro, you're going to be special when you're older. He's a director, but I, I saw something in him in the sense that he knows how to scope talent, too. He loves writing for us, too. And I said, you know, well, let's make something special. He hopped on board. It didn't take much convincing because he saw the vision, too. Yeah. Few months go by, we go to New York. Some of our businesses now are in New York. We talk with them. We work some stuff out with them. We get some content for them. Boom, boom. That's when
0: we first started linking. Cause I remember you would hit me, you're like, yo, I'm going on a business trip in New yep. York. When I touch back down in D.C., we
1: gotta lock in. One hundred percent. I was just, I, I was at that point. I was going to New York every weekend because I just needed businesses to take a chance on me. And my uncle, he owns um, he owns a business up there. So he put me on to a lot of other business owners up there. So they really gave me that opportunity. And then I came back to Georgia because, and this kind of hurt too. We had a business called um, Q Barbecue. And I used to work there. They're really good people. But because of COVID, because of the lack of workers, they weren't able to stay alive. Yeah. So they had to cancel. But I didn't know that at the time. So I had a talent. He was a musician. I was giving him a platform to start performing there every week giving them more flag, giving us more um, content, giving him more things to do, an opportunity. I already told him that I got your venue for you because we spoke with them on the phone. I come to Georgia one week and I find out they're closed. They didn't keep the communication up. So now I'm left telling him, I'm sorry, Like, just be patient with me. We're going to find you a venue. But anyway, so I think like four or five weeks ago, one of Will's boys we went to college with was like, yo, I got some guy named Sebastian. He's really talented. And I'm like, all right, cool. Let me scope him out. So I scope him out. He's showing me all his art, all of his designs. I'm like, yo, like, you're really talented. Because we also do NFT collections for small businesses to give creators more of a platform to work with small businesses. So I said, bro, you're really talented. You should really like think about working with us. He said, yeah, bro, of course. So he's working. He's working. I, I keep my at this point, I'm treating him like he's an employee. You know, I'm like, all right, but I want you to do this, this, and this. He's like, all right, cool, I got you, bro. I got you. I remember one time I had a meeting with one of my companies, and I don't know what got into him. He just started talking. Yeah. But, you know, I'm not going to stop him from talking. I said, you know, bro, the way you were able to articulate yourself and really get your points across, I think that you could be something even bigger in the company. I'm just an employee. Exactly. So now he has some equity in the company or potential equity in the company, and I really think we could do something great with it. So, oh, again, sure. I appreciate you, the platform, oh, letting you. me talk about it. And- trying to make history trying to change the world baby yeah
0: y'all so me and justin ended up talking for like two hours so i'm gonna split this into a part one and part two this is part one part two will be out next week appreciate y'all keeping it a millie. make sure to go on instagram like comment and repost y'all have a blessed day